With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reports 363 COVID-19 results. Since our last report on Monday, there were two positive test results in travelers. The COVID-19 vaccination clinics were closed Monday. The islands remain at 66 percent of the population fully vaccinated for COVID-19. A 63-year-old Bodentown man dies in a two-vehicle collision on Bodentown Road today. Around 11.20 this morning, police and other emergency services responded to the accident, which involved a dump truck traveling west and a silver Toyota headed east. The driver of the Toyota was trapped inside the vehicle and extricated by officers from the Cayman Islands Fire Service before being taken by ambulance to the Cayman Islands Hospital. He was subsequently pronounced dead. The driver of the truck wasn't hurt. The matter is under investigation by the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit. If you have any information, call 649-6254. When you think of gangs, our idea of what that looks like is heavily influenced by what we see in international media and in other jurisdictions. In an interview with Radio Cayman about the recent gun violence, which left three people dead, Police Commissioner Derek Byrne discusses what we're seeing in Cayman, the approach the RCIPS is taking, and some concerning trends. We don't have equilibrium. We've, we're kind of destabilized just as it is at the moment, but it's very confined to a geographical area. And we're looking at scale, scope and extent of the problem. And what we're seeing is an escalation in gun violence since April of this year. The commissioner will be using the words gangs and groups interchangeably, but says to law enforcement they aren't quite the same thing. They have different connotations and different meanings, maybe not to some people, but to us in terms of where we're going. And I say that in the context that a gang is a group of people closely connected with an ideology and a kind of a, a hierarchy and tattoos and that. But we're looking at a group of persons, three groups of persons that are loosely connected. Commissioner Byrne says the job of the Rural Cayman Islands Police Service is to disrupt and dismantle these groups. As to who they are? These are local people. They can fall from outer space. They're, they're here living in the community. They're loosely associated. They're predominantly male. We have a more mature generation and a younger generation uh, involved from what we can identify. But men and boys aren't the only ones involved. There are a small number of females involved in this as well. And it's not that the females are involved in the direct shootings, although that doesn't excuse their involvement, but they provide vehicles. They provide logistic support. They conceal the weapons and they provide alibis. So that creates another layer of complexity. And it adds to our understanding that gang groups involved in this type of crime, it's multi-layered, multifaceted, complex. That said, the commissioner is confident that with all stakeholders working together, we can work on solutions from cause to convictions. But he also cautions. There is no off-the-shelf solution for the Cayman Islands. This is not America. This is not UK. We have to develop our own bespoke solution to this based on what we understand and based on what's going on in the Cayman Islands. Royal Cayman Islands Police Commissioner Derek Byrne. Police nab jet ski theft suspects. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has more on that. Two men and a woman were arrested by police after allegedly stealing a jet ski from an address on Rum Point Drive North Side. Police received a report of the stolen jet ski shortly after 8 p.m. Saturday, July 17th. Officers the next day, Sunday, July 18th, were informed that the owner had seen the jet ski being trailered by another vehicle along Frank Sound Road. The owner followed the vehicle. Officers responded to the location where they met the owner. 
The owner told the police he confronted the occupants to the other vehicle, who had then disconnected the trailer and fled the location, leaving the jet ski behind. Based on the description and registration number provided by the jet ski owner, officers conducted a search for the vehicle and located it traveling along Seaview Road shortly afterwards. The vehicle was spotted and all three occupants, two men ages 33 of Georgetown and 23 of Northside, and a young woman aged 24 of Northside, were arrested on suspicion of taking a conveyance without authority. The two men and woman have been granted bail as investigations continue. After it was forensically examined, the jet ski was returned to its owner, police said. For Radio Cayman News, I am Paula Cal. The finance minister updates members of parliament on government's financial position for the first quarter. Statement of financial position as at the 31st of March 2021 shows that the core government ended the period with $2.6 billion in total assets, $0.9 billion in total liabilities, and therefore with a $1.7 billion in net assets or net worth. The Honorable Chris Saunders tabled the unaudited quarterly financial report for core government in Parliament on Thursday, with information collected by the government's financial management system and provided by chief officers. Public debt for the core government stood at $243.9 million at the 31st of March 2021. This was $35.4 million lower than the debt balance of the previous year at the 31st of March 2020. Therefore, core government's debt has been reduced by $35.4 million over a one-year period. Core government earned $404 million in total operating revenues, with $208 million in operating expenses, resulting in a surplus of $196 million. Personal costs for the 2021 period were $3 million higher than the same, same three-month period last year, due to revisions made to remuneration and salary grading at the beginning of January 2021. The full report can be found online at gazettes.gov.ky. Three countries have been added to the Cayman Islands list of approved cement providers with an aim of helping ease shortages suffered by the local construction industry amidst rising global demand. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego explains. The Customs and Border Control Amendment order came into effect on July 14th. It adds Colombia, Cuba and Panama as countries authorized to import cement to the Cayman Islands. Deputy Premier and Minister for Finance, Economic Development, Border Control and Labor, Honorable Chris Saunders, says the packed government is committed to supporting sustainable development, lowering construction costs and encouraging increased Caymanian home ownership. Adding to the list of countries approved for cement importation will provide much-needed cement supplies to the local construction industry and help prevent building delays. He says cement shortages have been making it difficult for local homeowners needing to make urgent home repairs and have been impacting larger-scale commercial construction projects. The global demand for cement is projected to continue rising over the next two to three years due to increased construction activity in developing countries around the world. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. Five appearances are scheduled for tomorrow's meeting of the Central Planning Authority Board. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has the breakdown. According to the Central Planning Authority website, the group is meeting at 11 a.m. tomorrow to hear the application arguments for National Cement Limited as they ask for permission to modify the site design, relocate the fuel dispensing tank and add water tanks, a cabana, and a concrete bathing equipment at the Seymour Road location. Objectors include a group of nearby business owners who are worried the site changes would expose them to, quote, catastrophic flooding. 
This application will be followed by a proposal for a six-unit townhome and subdivision on Selkirk Drive and Prospect. Objectors cite traffic concerns and a general negative effect of the quality of life for the neighborhood. At 1.30 p.m., CPA will hear from a developer requesting an addition to a house to create a duplex on Windstar Drive in West Bay. There are two objectors there mentioning a structure they describe as a, quote, eyesore they are asking to be removed before construction is started. An application with no objectors follows, with a developer asking for the approval to build four apartments on Bodentown Road. Finally, at 2.30 p.m., HPW Investments will be asking the board to consider revised plans submitted by the applicant regarding conditions placed on the project by the CPA at a previous meeting. Reporting for Radio K-Man News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And that is your latest local news from Radio K-Man's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.